It's coming up now. Hello, everyone. I want to say ni hao. And hola, como esta? I hope you're doing great. Ori is here. I want to say welcome, welcome. So as you know, Coffee with Ori comes on every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not, subscribe. Go down and subscribe to the channel today. And when we have a show, you'll know. So each week we have wonderful shows with expats or directions, but let's really talk about what Coffee with Ori is about. It is a show that has an intuitive life coach to guide you and take you into the next form of life of alignment and balance. So sometimes we do meditations. Sometimes we do deep breathing exercises because breath is the life. Sometimes we do visualizations on these. These are all tools that you can use. And sometimes there are readings. So if you are interested in getting contact with or read for any of these life coach experiences and spiritual guidance and advice, stay tuned and he will tell you how. So yes, again, it is Monday. Lunes, lunes. We want to welcome you. So again, he's getting his coffee cafe. So the, for you guys that don't know out there, I am the internet food alchemist of Food Alchemy Network. And this has been a message brought to you by Food Alchemy Network. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. It has been a few weeks, and I've been missing you guys. Uh, where do I begin? First, uh, as you heard, uh, my boss, that's uh, Dr. D, and this is her network, Alchemy Food Network. And um, I want to thank you all, whoever's out there, uh, my usual followers, my friends, to today's show. It's going to be a little interesting today because I want to just just uh, I want to go over some things really quick. I know there there's a lot of concerns in people that have been concerned about the situation in Cuba. I know that it's it is a, a very ugly situation. I know there's a lot of things happening in the world. Hi, Kat. How are you, honey? Hi, Sadia. How are you? And uh, I was there. I was there for a few weeks and uh, I haven't really been there for a couple of years since COVID started. And I usually go for a week, maybe seven days the most. But this time I went, I accompanied someone and I broke my own number one rule, which was to think about someone else before I think about myself. 
and and some of my uh, spiritual things that I had to do or I decided to do, I was kind of reprimanded about not extending myself, you know, to just focus on me for a change. And I'm trying to give you that message as well. You know, we tend to give sometimes a little bit too much of ourselves to people. And we tend to want to do the very best to, to make everybody happy, but we can't make everybody happy. And again, I, I know I talked about this before, but it's not our responsibility. I may have said it, but I, I quite didn't understand it. But I'm starting to understand it better now that we are not, we're not responsible for the happiness of the world. We're only responsible for our own happiness. So it is up to us to continuously keep ourselves happy and not worry about what anyone else's happiness is about because everyone has to take ownership and responsibility for their own stuff. And that is the reality of life. There are reactions to your actions, whether they're equal or greater, there's always a reaction. Now, the reason that I'm talking about this is because um, there's an exercise that I want you to guys, I want you guys to do. Okay, we're gonna go to commercial at 9:30, so it's 9:06 right now. So I want to uh, walk you through this meditation, but I want you, I want to tell you exactly what I want you to think about. And in the process of of us doing this, or of or us trying to accomplish this exactly this way you have to envision in your mind these strings that are attached to your body and that they're like sort of like like jellyfish strings or or like uh like spaghetti strings that are stretching themselves and um you don't know where they're going they're just they're just coming out of your body and they're put they're they're actually stretching out so that is kind of like um your power, power that people are taking from you. Some of it is unknowingly. You don't even know, or they might not even know that they're doing it, but they're so used to leaning on you, whether it's for uh, gossip or uh, information or someone to talk to, whatever it may be. Uh, sometimes that's what what's happening. And... Sometimes you help someone and you don't realize that in that in helping them, you've lifted them. And therefore, it's like they their their spirit continuously doesn't know how to stop pulling from you because it it only knows how to pull. I know it may sound a little weird, but it's basically about letting go, about getting your power back and constantly reminding yourself and thanking the universe for giving you your power back and getting into the habit of waking up in the morning and saying, you know, I live in the gratitude and, and to God in the universe, I thank you for allowing me to release all the negativity that I did, I was able to release last night and thank you for giving me a fresh start today. So 
what I want you all to do is I want you to take, to take a deep breath, as deep as you can take it, because, you know, I always believe in that. But I want you to hold it. And I want you to hold it. And then I want you to hold it a little bit longer until you can't stand to hold your breath anymore. And then you release it, but don't release it fast. Release it slowly through your mouth. And then I want you to repeat it again. And then I want you to release. Now, I want you guys to close your eyes and I want you guys to envision like these little strings coming out of your body out of your head, out of your eyes, out of your mouth, out of your heart, out of your hands, out of your back. Like all these strings that are just coming out, like like translucent uh, rice noodles, like that. Like just these translucent noodles that are coming out of your body and they're filled with light. With be look, they're, they're beams of little light that look like spaghetti that are coming out of your body. And that is the energy. That is your power you know, your power that's leaking out of your pores and out of your body. And like I said, a lot of it is 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 taken on a daily basis unwillingly or unknowingly. And a lot of it is taken by people who are uh, spiritual vampires. And there's a lot of spiritual vampires that will drain the hell out of you and there are also vampires and people who will put you on a pedestal and want to see you rise. And the minute you rise, they want to see you fall. So with that being said, you know, I want you to focus on this exercise because it's very important. It's very different from the own. No, you know, it's very different because this one is like. <clears throat> oh. So we're going to try to see if we can shift, if we can shift the patterns in our voice, because by shifting your, in your mind, you're envisioning cutting cords. And that's what we want to do. We want to be able to cut cords from the lowest to the highest cords. We want to be able to cut them. And it's very important that we do so. And this is what I want to work on until we go to commercial. And then when we go to commercial and we come back, then I want to start the tapping meditation. But for now, even if you can't do it, just listen to me and envision yourself cutting cords, literally cutting the cords, all these, these cords that are coming out of your body and asking God, spirits, angels guide the universe to give you back your power. I demand my power back. The power that I give to people who are undeserving or who are selfish or who are whatever, I, I claim it back. Claim it all back. Even from your past, from your exes, whoever, claim it all back. Okay. So we're going to start it now. We'll take a deep breath. Ooh. 
for everything, everything that hinders us, everything that that drags us, everything that is in our way, that is not letting us succeed emotionally, mentally, physically, financially. This is what we're cutting cords from. This is where, where and why we're demanding our energy back. We're asking the universe, the spirits, the angels, guides, God, to give us back our power, the power that we have shared of compassion, the power that we have shared of humility and honesty and love and kindness and forgiveness to people who have done nothing but show the, show us their ass to kiss. This is what we are doing, okay?
are cutting cords from our past and from our present. We're not cutting cords for the future because the future is not here yet. We're working on anything that has kept us hostage from the past. All those strings may even seem like, like mushy spaghettis. You know, you can close your eyes and you can see them, you know, by, by closing your eyes, you can see, you know, um, the strings of, of empathy and, and sympathy and compassion and, and love and kindness. And we need to start expanding that knowledge and that understanding by beginning with ourselves first. And then we're able to share it. But we have to share in a way where we're sharing and we have to know exactly how much we are able to share and how much we should share before we start calling our power back. But we should all get into the habit of calling back our power in the evening, thanking, thanking spirit, spirits, angels, guide God, the universe for giving you another day, another productive day to continue to be you, to be kind, to be whatever, for manifesting great things into your life. But if they're not manifesting good things in your life and nothing good is happening and you find yourself to be, your mind to be cluttered and you feel that everything that you want is not achievable or obtainable at this particular moment, then obviously you are holding back. You are releasing or you are hanging on to things that no longer have purpose. So you need to learn that it is possible to let go of these things because sometimes we look, you, we're trying to use the law of attraction to attract, but we can't attract anything good if we don't remove whatever is blocking our way. So remove the blockages. Some people can walk away. Some people can ignore. Some people can just start their lives and just say the hell with everybody else. But you can't keep running away from people. You have to face people. You have to face things. You know, I'm very good for running away, but not running away because I'm afraid. I run, I run away because I don't want to be bothered. So at the end of the day, very good coffee. What at the end of the day, the best thing to do is to be able to change the vibrations in your voice in order to start cutting the cords. So like I said, when you start down an octave low, you're cutting cords that have been attached to you for many, many years. And then the second level, you're cutting cords that are maybe a couple of years old to maybe like a year ago. And then the higher note is basically cutting cords that are becoming an obstruction for you at this particular moment. Again, let's try this again. If you can keep up with me, that's fine. If you can't, just listen to it and envision yourself cutting cords, cutting all those things that are in your way, that are obstacles, that are not allowing you to move forward. It's time to start removing that stuff, okay?
positive energy and breathing out funky energy breathing in positive energy and breathing out funky energy we have to find a way to release those things that we feel that are blockages in our lives we have to learn to release all of that we have to learn how to let go of those things that we feel strongly about, that we hang on to, that we are not able to let go of, but at the same time, not willing to let go of. I know you guys have always heard me say that I am a person that I am a very vindictive person. Like I don't forget stuff. I don't let things go. And maybe that is my personal case, but I have my own methods of dealing with removing and cutting cords for my life. What works for me and what works for me doesn't always work for everybody else. But 
this definitely will work. This will help you to release all those toxic uh, strings that are nothing, that are doing nothing but, but rotting and collapsing and making you feel worse every day, you know, uh, through depression or, or through um, mental anxiety, physical anxiety, emotionally emotional anxiety, taking things personal, uh, too personal, or thinking that when people are directing things to you, they are um, literally directing negative vibes towards you. You have to learn that a lot of that stuff is important for you to continuously do things in order for you to heal yourself. And that's why I said, you know, today's lesson about cutting, cutting cords is very important. And for those who will watch this video for the first time, or for those who will watch the video over and over and over, if you can change from ooh, 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 if you can change the tones of your voice, you can match the tones to remove blockages from each stage of your life. So we're talking about the very, very young past, uh, the, the mid past and your recent past. And focus on making sure that your present is not overly crowded with a lot of this emotional stuff that seems to be uh, creating some stigma. So I know that it's it's uh, nine twenty-seven. It's just a couple of minutes shy of, of nine thirty. Uh, so. We can go to commercial now. This is D, Miss Dr. D. We can go to commercial. And um, when we get back, we're going to go on the tapping, the tapping meditation to start removing. Intuitive Life Coach, Ori, on Mondays, Food Alchemy Network. 561-810-0566. Call and make an appointment. Title of his books. My personal psalm book, The Mystery of the Egg. Again, Coffee Wood Ori, 561-810-0566. Coffee Wood Ori, where are you in your life? Welcome back, guys. Okay. For this exercise, I want you guys to find a spot. If you are unable to hold your back and your shoulders straight and your head straight, I want you to find a wall or sit on the floor with the couch towards your back so that your back can 
be erected and your shoulders and your head forward, but an upward motion. Why? Because we need the energy flow to go from your solar plex all the way to your crown chakra. And the only one to the only way to obtain this is by having your body erect, erected. Make sure your hands are either on your lap or in this position and take a deep breath and then you hold it and then you release it and then you hold it and then you release it and you hold it and then you can release it and after the third time of holding and releasing then we'll go into the tapping to clear our minds of things that are going on you know every single sign of tapping is removing because all of this is consistent with the removing and the breaking of cords. So I want you guys now to take a deep breath with me. Hold it. Hold it as deep as you can until I say let go. Now release slowly. Again, take a deep breath, as deep as you can. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. This time count to 10 and then release it slowly. This will be the last one. Again, take a deep breath. Again, add more to the breath. If you can pull in more. Now hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Now release slowly. By the way, people who have respiratory problems, you know, holding your breath as long as you can and then releasing it will actually give your lungs strength because it's like a muscle. So everything in your body that's similar to a muscle or is a muscle can benefit from breathing. So breathing, there are breathing techniques that are but I prefer to take deep breaths and to hold them for as long as I can and then release them slowly because that doesn't make me get dizzy as the other one does. Now we're going to start the tapping. Now we're going to begin where everything begins, which is our crown chakra. And the reason we're gonna start here is because most of the energy that we emanate is through the power 
of the the crown chakra, which is the only part of your body that you cannot see in a mirror, regular mirror, or you can't see yourself. So it's the connection that's there between you and God. So it's constantly emanating light energy and is bringing and pulling and, and giving and bringing and giving and pulling. And sometimes it escapes because you start to feel empathy and sympathy for people. So this tapping will begin here, but at the same time envision this time you taking a regular knife or a pair of scissors and you start cutting on your back. You start to cut all these strings that are attached to your back, to your to your legs, to your arms, to your hands, to your chest, to your stomach. You start envisioning yourself cutting this every time you tap, okay? I will tap and chant and you will tap and envision yourself cutting. Humani Padmium, Omani 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 Padmium. Now we're going to go towards the Lord Shiva. Om Namah Shivaya. 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 Om Namah Shivaya, 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 Om Namah Shivaya. To speak is to create. So this we give to Lakshmi. Om Mahalakshmi Namaha. 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 Um Mahalakshmi Namaha, 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 
Om Mahalakshmi Namaha. 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 This we're going to tap. And we're going to dedicate this to Ganesh. Om Shreem Ganesha Namaha. 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 Chest area, the tightening to remove, to cut these cords. We're going to use Kali. Kali Namaha. Kali Namaha. Kali Namaha. Cream, 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 shrink, 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 Kali Namaha. Cream, cream, shrink, 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 Kali Namaha. Cream, 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 shrink, 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 Kali Namaha. Take a deep breath. Kali Namaha. Kali Namaha. Kali Namaha. Kali Namaha, Kali Namaha. Kali Namaha.
Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Kale Namaha. Give me strength. By removing all of these pressures that I feel here, all of these pressures that create problems, all through my chest area, through my chest cavity, all the way to my lungs, to my kidneys, to my liver, to my solar plex, to my pancreas. That's how we remove all of that stuff. Now we're going to go to the temple. And we're gonna, this we're going to oh,
Lacra, né? Now take a breath and deep freely, breathe freely, breathe freely. These are methods that I find to be very healing and very prosperous. Some of you do, some of you may not. It doesn't mean that you are less, um, that you are at a different level or at a lower level, there's to me, I don't believe in lower and, and higher levels. I believe that it's intentions. And there are people who are mean spirited, but that is their intention. There are people who are just rotten. That's their intention. There are people who are very selfish. That's their intention. And our intention cannot be the same as theirs. And we cannot be at the same level as theirs. So for people who pray, I suggest if you're going to read the good book and you're reading it, then start tapping. As you read, just tap, 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 tap. Because tapping is just going to remind you to release as you're reading the Bible. Release, I'm releasing, I'm leaving it to God, I'm releasing, I'm leaving it to Allah, I'm releasing, I'm leaving it to Buddha, I'm releasing, I'm leaving it to my angels, spirits, and guides, that I'm releasing. This is what it's about. It's not about anything else. It's not about doing harm to others as, as much as it is healing 
yourself, empowering yourself, fulfilling yourself, filling that void in yourself so that you can continuously be the person you are meant to be. It's like if someone good comes into your life, stop having that person pay for what someone else did to you. You know, take it as it comes. Don't change your ways. Don't change who you are. Don't change the way you think about things. You know, open your heart. You know, don't be afraid to love. And if they, if that doesn't work out and they hurt you, then you know what? Then you move on to the next one until you find, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Right. You know, you can't give up on a good thing because you can't preach goodness if you're willing to let go. You know, those who know me know that, you know, I live alone, I've been alone, and, you know, at this point in my life, I'm, whatever God chooses for me, I'm good. God says no, then it's no, and, you know, I, I just move on to the different, the different levels that he wants me to go, and I, I go to places where my heart tells me to go and, and makes me follow. Um, there are a lot of positive changes coming, although right now we're living in really treacherous times. There are some some tragic things that are about to align itself soon and are going to to hit many of us hard. And there are also some things that are going to be really great that are that are that are gonna hit us in a very positive way. It's going to fill us and um it's gonna liberate us from the negativity that we have been we have latched onto so long ago that has become part of our second skin. And we don't even realize that we have made it a skin that we carry as if it was a coat. So learn that any, any way or any, anything that you choose to be religious in nature or positive in nature, whether it be affirmations or reading scriptures or reading Psalms, or like I said, reading the Quran or reading the book of angels, whichever, whatever you choose to be your tool to empower you, to make you stronger, that is what you need to do. You need to empower yourself. The more you empower yourself, the better you become, the stronger you become. You're not a weak person. None of you are weak. None of us are weak. We are stronger than we think we are. Sometimes situations happen and we go backwards. But the key is never to let ourselves go down more than three steps without picking ourselves up. Even though we may climb three or four and then we go down three, at least we climb one. Pick yourself up and try again. And if you fall down three sets of stairs, well, guess what? You climb two. And if you do it again and you fall three again, you climb three. So you have to think about not what you are losing every time you fall. Think about everything you're gaining because of the loss that you had and because you picked yourself up in the process. Think about those things because those things are the most important things of all. I know that there are a lot of important things and a lot of important questions. I don't have the answers to all of them. I can only go by my experiences and I can only go by the people that I have taught many years ago and the people that I continue to teach and I help to evolve. That's all I can do. So the only thing that I would want and wish for all of you is light and love. 
happiness and joy, prosperity and laughter. Because without that, we're just vessels of nothing and keep everything moving. Don't stop. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't put your dreams aside. Don't give up on love because if, that, if it's not there and it's not now, then eventually it will be. And you can say, well, I'm already old and nobody's gonna, well, if you feel old, you're only as old as you feel. And if you feel that you're too old to have romance in your life, then guess what? Then you're too old to have romance in your life. And this point in my life, I'm 55 and I'm living my best life. So therefore I'm not looking at it. Oh my God, I'm gonna fall and I'm too old. I'm not looking at that. I'm enjoying every day as if it were my last. And I'm enjoying it because I, deserve to live my best life. I deserve to be happy. And I understand that I am the only one who is responsible to make myself happy. And until the time comes where I can meet someone that will fulfill me and make me happy, I will continuously make myself happy because I know that by making myself happy, it makes other people miserable. And that is how I feel about things and how I see it. It is 9.59, 9.55, and I'm cutting off five minutes early because this is my segment. This is Ori, and thank you again. When I see you again, I'm looking forward to giving you a big tie hug. Thank you, Kat. Me too, me too. I miss seeing you guys all of you. So again, I wish you love and light, happiness and joy, prosperity and laughter. Let this holidays that are coming be filled with so many wonderful things. And again, I'm your host, Ori. And this is Coffee with Ori from Food Alchemy Network. Dr. D. Oh, oh so thank you. your bad so <laughs> I am so glad we're we're really we're still we're still alive you know <laughs> oh, hold on Buenas noches everyone yes Ni-hao. I forgot anyhow anyhow there we go Oh, wait a minute. Let me. No, that's. Not again. Hello, everyone. Hold on. There you go. Okay. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Coffee with Ori. Except today I'm drinking kombucha. And I'm talking to you guys. Happy Monday. I am your host, Ori, and today we're going to be talking about our emotions, and we're going to be talking about how no matter what we do to try to get away from things, we always end up the same in the same place, and no matter what we try, it seems like we find ourselves becoming who we once was, and then 
some people snap out of it and some people don't. Um, <clears throat> I want to talk about, I want to talk about childhood traumas. Some of us have gone through many childhood traumas, whether it be uh, physical pain, whether it be physical abuse or mental abuse or sexual abuse or, or just cruelty or bullying. And some people may grow up to be, some people may, may be strong enough to fight this. And then as they move on, I think you notice that they become very competitive and eventually they, 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 they're very good at sports or they, they decide to take a karate class and then they become good and then they become arrogant. Some people become uh, bodybuilders and then they start to lift and then they start to do all kinds of stuff and they become like the Hulk. And, you know, that I guess is their release. But then some of us become givers and we become kind and we push, push our kindness because that's what we want to, um, we want to show the world that we are not bad people, that we're kind people. And all we want is we want the best, not just the best for us, but the best for them. So we, we just give of ourselves, of our time, um, of our energy. Do I believe that we can change that? I do believe that we can change that. And I do believe that we have the tools to do it. I don't believe that we're able to do it by ourselves without actually learning um, who we are first, who we are and, and, and why we allow ourselves to keep continuously uh, manifesting pain and sadness and sorrow. Some people believe uh, that through incarnations, you know, we keep repeating the same things over and over and over again because of the fact that we've lived this life once before and we didn't correct it. So we come back to this life to do it again. Whereas psychologically, psychologists believe that it's like, I don't know the name of it. It's not Munchhouse syndrome. I don't think it's Munchhouse syndrome. Um, where you get abused and you start to like the abuser or you like the abuse and then you find it to be satisfying. And then what you do is then you start to cut yourself or you start to do certain things that make you feel good that will replace the pain, that other pain. However it may be. Hey, guys. However it may be, we have to learn as individuals that pain does not go away right away. Pain is there and pain is strong. And whether it's family pain or whether it's other type of pain, we have to remember that we are not attached to our families. We're really not, you know, um, the scriptures say, and I and I repeat it because I've said this many times, that we have our our physically physical family, and then we have our heavenly family. So I think that I find it comfortable, more comfortable being around people that I care about, that are friends. I find them to be more family than my own family, and it's sad to say, but it's true. 
with that being said, I also understand that I do have a family and I understand that there is a responsibility within myself to make sure that I am in their lives, but not of their lives, which is a big difference, be in it, but not of it. So I try my best to be kind, to be re receptive, but I also know that when I feel the trigger in my heart, I back away and I pull away. My sense used to be to run away. And I'm not saying that I don't do that to this day because I've learned to cut people off, which is a way of, of, of running away. It's, it's a way of also, you know, not wanting to face your own demons. And when you're afraid, you should face your fears because your fears make you stronger, not weaker. If you allow your fears to overcome you, then you become scared and then you become frigid or not frigid is not the word. You become um, brittle inside. And every time that something happens, you find yourself almost wanting to collapse because you don't know how to handle this situation. You know, there are many things that are triggers for me still to this day. Family is a very big trigger. Problems that occur in family are very big triggers. And no matter how much I try to remove the pain and the sorrow and the bitterness, there are times that I keep continuing to be that bitter person inside. Hello. Um, I find that there's many of us out here that go through the same thing. You know, we get into a relationship and we tend to find the same type of relationships. We tend to, if we date someone, we tend to date the same type of people and we tend to, to enjoy the same type of arguing, the same type of abuse, because we're always looking for the same exact person. Now you're looking for the same exact relationship. You're looking for the same exact person you were with. So you find someone that's just like them. I think I went through that too. I'm not quite sure. I think I went through that because I, I really, like I said, I really was, I've only been in love, honestly in love one time. I've never been in love more than once, you know, true love more than once. So I can't really say that that I really know what that really is. I just know that sometimes people want to, to be around people who are that way. I can tell you one thing though. I like pretty men. I like pretty men. I don't like ugly men. I like pretty men. And maybe that makes me vain and arrogant, but that's what I am. That's what I like. And I don't like older men. I don't like men my age. When I was a young kid, when I was a teenager, I used to date older men. But now that I, I when I became an adult, I did I didn't like older men. I I, I actually like um I like sharing my time with younger men. Uh I know that sounds very superficial, but I just find I find this to be what I'm going to say is going to sound horrible, but I find it to be very interesting when I date young and stupid. 
I find it to be very interesting because I observe their their one their vocabulary. I observe their their lack of knowledge with the world, and their lack of knowledge of of reading and 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 poetry and paintings and foods. So I find it joyful to teach them things that they don't know. That to me it becomes a plus. So that is how I. That's that's a coping mechanism for me. Now I don't know why, but there are a lot of people in the world that tend to date the same type of people, and they feel that they can fix the person. My darlings, we're not here to be babysitters. You're right, Kathy. There's nothing wrong with liking what I like. You're absolutely right, darling. Some people, my darlings out there, you guys tend to pick the same type of people. And, you know, a lot of women pick abusive men. They like to be verbally abused or physically abused. And there are men who unfortunately choose women who are equally abusive. Thanks, Jack. Has one Wonka bar. So anyway, um, what I'm getting at is this, okay, guys. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I had a I had a I had a problem this weekend. It wasn't a bad problem. It was something where I was confronted with something that was said, and it wasn't bad and it wasn't nothing negative. It was just, hola carali, besitos. It was just the fact that I realized that I was still very angry when I thought that I had worked it out and and years of therapy, I thought I, it helped me and I was over it. I still wasn't over it. And, I'm, and, I, and I, I spent this weekend being very busy, but I also spent this weekend feeling very melancholy about just melancholy towards myself, not towards anyone else, towards myself. Because I just, I was so angry and so upset with myself that I actually was still feeling bitter or angry about things that have occurred that are over and done with. You know, unfortunately there are people that I have met along the line and along the years, but along the line of being bitter themselves and that like drama. I'm not one of those people. I don't like people, I don't like drama. So therefore I really don't like people in my home. When people are in my home, it has to be a selective few. Like I have godchildren that I love that come to my home, but there are, people that I do not like when they come to my home. And as a reader, you know, there are people here in Florida where they want to come to your home and sit in your home. And I don't want them in my home. I, I'm a reader and I read over the phone and I'm fine. Or I read FaceTime and I'm fine. But when people that decide to come to my home, I don't like it. Alexander Orozco. Hey, Alex, thanks. So anyway, so back to what I was saying. So it just made me realize that I was still a little bitter because of the fact that 
If any of you don't know my story, I'm going to explain this to you really quick in a nutshell. I didn't have a great childhood. I'm not saying that my mother was a bad person. I'm just saying I didn't have a great childhood because of personal reasons that I will not get into with anyone. Religiously, I developed very young. And unfortunately, my development, a, my development was like most of most Hispanic people and most black people that, that, that experience where we go through, through period, and not all, most. At least with my family, I know that mostly everybody that has developed has gone a little crazy first. So I went through that crazy stage of trying to kill myself as a child. And I mean, as a child, very young child. But it was not just because of personal issues like I thought. It was because of the, the spirit was too strong for me. You know? Now, one thing that I fought with my whole life was trying to make my mom happy, trying to make everybody happy, trying to be a Zen person and try to be kind to everybody. And everybody who knows me knows they met me. I was a very kind person. And I think I've always tried to be kind and human with people. But I was never kind to myself because I was always so angry. When I became known as a spiritual person and I started to do a lot of spiritual work and helping a lot of people, people, a lot of people depended on me and I didn't mind giving of my time and giving of, of my essence and giving of my, my kindness and my spirituality and sharing everything. But then I was betrayed by many people and it just broke my heart. It didn't get me angry. It broke my heart. Because here I am dedicating time to trying to heal humanity. And here's humanity slapping me in the face and calling me stupid. And by people that I, I thought that were people who really, truly loved me. And maybe that's what I wanted. But at the end of the day, when I I learned to, to go within myself and find myself, whether it was through my guru or or was through my mentors and my teachers, like, you know, um, my pundit and, and, and my guru and my friend Domingo and, and other people, you know, because you also learn from people. Um, I had to make a decision, you know, in the process of going through all this depression, I was always so angry that I wasn't manifesting great things. I was only manifesting negative things. So, what did I have and what did I end up having? Nothing. I lost and I kept losing and I kept losing everything. And no matter how much I tried and no matter how, I, how I, much I kept that float, I still had that fear. When things started to manifest better, I was living with someone who I've known for a very, very long time. And... It was not a bad thing. It was it was actually a very good thing. But what I learned was that you cannot put two mentally unstable people in the same household and expect good a good outcome. Because if you're trying to heal and that person is not trying to heal, that person just feels like they have it under control, which they don't, then all it does is cause chaos for you. Now, I dealt with it for a couple of years and I was fine, but I dealt with it. I walked on eggshells, although I was accused 
that they were working on eggshells, which that was nonsense. But when I had enough money, and yes, I was doing well, I had a store and I was everything was moving. But when I when I decided or spirit decided that it was my time to leave, I left. And I I did not look back. I just kept going straight. I had a friend who accompanied me. I had a friend, I have I had friends here. And I realized that I was not living my best life at all. So I had to search within myself and write down bullet points of things that were bothering me and things that I thought that I knew I could change. So I started to work on them one by one and even my bills. So my fear had been, I lost. I don't want to continue to keep losing. So that was my fear. And then I realized that my fear was keeping me from continuing to do the things that I've always done since I was a a teenager, which was travel. I've always traveled at least every three months. I was always going somewhere. And I was always keeping my mind very occupied and very busy. And for a few years, you know, I used um, Cuba as my playground, which was great. But I also traveled to other countries. And I've seen other things and I've experienced wonderful things. But there was always still that fear. And that fear was the fact that And one side of my brain, I'm thinking about how successful I am and how successful I'm going to be and how successful I live because I live in gratitude every day and how I am very thankful for God, my spirits, my angels, my guides, and the powers that be. But then the other side of my brain is saying, you have to do this because if not, you're going to lose that. You have to do this because so the pressure is the, the the scale is not balancing on the positive. The, ba- the the scale seems to always balance on the negative because negative energy happens faster than positive energy. So you can manifest something negative faster than you can something positive. And I learned that. That was an important key that I had to learn. I also had to learn that no matter how many times I fell, it didn't matter. Because at the end of the day, there was no one there to pick me up except myself. So as long as I knew that no matter how many times I felt, I can pick myself up, that was another important key. Now, moving on to the best part. The best part of it all was going, living my life in denial. And I don't mean the river of Egypt. I mean denial. I was in denial that I was okay, that I was complete, that I was fine, that I would, you know, everything was good when it was not good. So for all of you out there, and including myself, every day should be a day to work on yourself. Every day should be a day where you should sit down with yourself and contemplate within a few minutes and ask yourself, what's going on in my life? What's new in my life? How can I change my life? 
How can I make it better? How can I manifest positive things? And how am I able to shut down that part of my brain that all is bringing me is chaos and denial and sadness and pain and sorrow and 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 allowing the ego to one run wild also how can i shut down that part that is always doubting that i will succeed that that's that's also that's also um silent whispers that come from from past from past childhood you know things that you that people instill in you you're just like your father or you're just like this or you're just like that and you're going to end up like this or you're going to end up like that and this is nonsense that we have heard our whole lives and that's what we gravitate to we find our siblings falling apart because while you're healing yourself the siblings that you have that have gone through what you've gone through are just, are, that you thought were always stronger than you turn out to be weaker than you so what does that do? It causes chaos in your mind because it makes you sad that your, your peers are going through the same thing as you. So my, my uh, analyzation is that we as human beings, we have the ability to either want to change or not to change. We have the ability to either be fearful or not be fearful. We have the ability to change or not change. We have the ability to desire what we want and make it happen, or we have the ability to create obstacles in our lives every time where the good things are coming and continue to create obstacles and leave them there and let them drag on. And then when things bad things happen, it's like, it's almost like a sigh of relief because you already knew that it was coming because you already anticipated it because you already created it. I always tell you about speaking and creating. To speak is to create. What you put out there, what you bring out there stays out, doesn't stay out there, it comes back. It may come back equally or it might come back tenfold. So, what exactly is it that you want to do? What exactly is it that you want to change? You know, if you're dating someone who is not the right person for you, then you need to state the facts to the person. The fact is that I feel this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. You do this, 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 and this. And the truth is that no matter how much I love you, I have to love me first. That is the simple truth. And you cannot be fearful of letting someone go with the idea that if you let someone go, you're going to have to be taking care of things yourself. When if you really stop and look, you've been taking care of yourself and other people for the longest time. You just gotten used to the abuse. And that's what you, you're used to is being abused and you're used to that pain. So you're not ready to let it go because you're used to that. So, We must learn to gather up a lot of our energies and our strength and understand that no one is judging you. If you are not happy at work, 
and you complain, 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 but then you decide, you know what? I can't be complaining because it's my, it's my job. And then you decide to do something else, but you're still complaining, then it's not the job, it's you. And then you have to find out what is causing you to be that way. If you're that type of person, which there are many that are used to blaming everybody else for their for the things that happened to them, I know because I was there a long time ago. Excuse me. If you're one of those people, then you need to sit down with yourself and you start need to start taking ownership for the shit that you do and for the pain that you have caused others and understand that maybe what you're going through, it's a karmic effect or universal effect, which is of equal or greater. You know, whatever you do comes back, either greater or equal. And I've learned that living in gratitude all the time, like you're right, Dr. D, it keeps you happy. I also learned that if you learn or you understand people and you learn not to have expectations on anyone, not even relationships, no expectations, your life will be better. Because when you have expectations of people towards you, people are always going to let you down. Always. They're always going to let you down. They're never going to feel you and they're never going to do or or they're never going to give you 110% like you give them. Because just like the universal law and the megahertz that we are vibrating on is higher now, there we still we still try to hold on to our human self by holding on to old habits. And that's why I said that, you know, as much as I have worked on myself and as much as I, I, I believe in my heart of hearts and here in my head that I have everything under control, I have nothing under control. Because if I allowed something to trigger, the, to, to become a trigger from my past and I allowed it to affect me at this point in my life, then I'm still working on myself and I still have to continue to work on myself. And it's never easy. You know, it's like when a person leaves a job and they want to go to another job where they have an idea and in their mind, they keep saying, well, I know that I can do this. And it's fine because when you're working it out in here, it's very simple. You're working it out and you're like, I see myself doing this. I see myself doing that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Half the time, half of us don't do any of it. But the ones that do do the work, when a disappointment comes, you go back to being the person you were before, which is insecure. You become unready. You become unhinged. And you become your own betrayer. You betray yourself because you're telling yourself that you're not good enough, that you're not going to make it to anything. Like I said, take responsibility for the things that you do. Take ownership of your own demons because no one can do it. Guys, we're going to go on commercial because we didn't do commercial earlier. We're going to go on commercial now. And when we get back, we're going to finish this, okay? I agree, Kathy. I agree. Commercial, please. 
Is there one more? I guess not. And Kathy, you're absolutely right. Um, happiness is, is your nature and it's not wrong to desire it. What's wrong is to seek outside when it is inside. And I agree with you 100%. You know, I don't know if you're talking about the emotional effect of love or you're talking about being with someone and looking outside of the relationship. Either or, you're right. You know, there's no reason for anyone to look outside. I'm going to be very honest with you. I must be the I must be the strangest gay person you ever want to meet, okay? I've done a little bit of everything in my life, but I don't share my partners when I have one, which I don't have one, but I don't share my partners. I don't believe in sharing. I don't believe in threesomes. I don't believe in foursomes. I don't believe in any of that stuff because I'm not a jealous human being. I just feel that if I'm not enough for the person I'm with, then why are you with me? That's just the way that I look at it because if you need to be to be with someone else to make yourself happy, then you shouldn't be with me and I shouldn't be with you. There's no hard feeling. You can walk away because there's nothing that anyone can do for me that I cannot do for myself. Just like there's nothing that anyone can buy me that I can't buy myself, except a Birkin bag right now. So not saying that I can't, I'm sure that if I put money away, instead of spending and trying to help the world, I will have enough to buy myself a Birkin. But it's just material. And probably knowing me, I probably end up giving it away because that's what I do. I give things away. I buy them, put them away. And when I get bored, I just give them away. It doesn't really matter. Now, what I was explaining to you is, okay, I've been trying to explain to you that we are vibrating in a different frequency now, in a higher frequency. So we're going to have headaches and we're going to have we're going to have body aches and we're going to have headaches and we're going to have ringing in our ears like crazy. We're going to be hearing whispers like like little things like that. And we think it's the wind and we go like this, but it's not the wind. Um, we're going to see things that we haven't seen before. You're going to see things appear and disappear. We're going to see people that we actually think that we saw and then automatically they're not there. And it's not that you're going crazy. The universe is opening up and the universe is making you see what you need to see, the reality of life, okay? So you need to understand that you need to submit to yourself and your higher self to understand that one, we're not alone, and two, that the universe will provide the help if we ask. But most of all, if you allow yourself to, to remind and to tell the, tell spirit, God's angel guides, the spirits, whatever you want to call them, if you allow yourself to let them know on a daily basis that you are living in their gratitude of what they help you with on a daily basis, whether it's money, whether it's your stability, whether it's mental health, whether it's health, whether it's relationship, doesn't matter. 
as long as you allow yourself to to talk to the universe every day at least five minutes and let them know how let the universe know your spirits angels guides and the powers that be that you live in gratitude and that you are you are in not just living in gratitude you are also grateful for the things that they bring to you from all different directions from all over the world from all different people and you will see how things become a lot clearer i've gotten used to telling the, the sky how beautiful it looks and telling the universe thank you for giving me such a beautiful sky go outside and, and look at the trees and thank the trees for being so green and the leaves for being so beautiful and thanking the universe and God and the spirits and angels and guides for allowing me to be able to see everything that I see and the beauty and everything and the colors of everything. Because there are people in the world that are colorblind, they can't see color. So I show my gratitude by letting them know that I am living in gratitude. And if they feel that I'm not, then let it be their choice to remove from my life what does not need to be there anymore. Pain is one of the most disruptive things that can be happening in your head right now, pain. Along with ego, because sometimes your ego, if it's not put on check, you will have pain. People will not People that you want to notice you won't notice you. People that you expect to notice you, you can't forget about expecting because there won't be anything to expect. So you have to make sure that you are living a very normal life and a very put-together life so that you can move both among the living and the dead. Because that's the ultimate key, which people don't realize. The ultimate key is to be able to walk alongside of the living as well as the dead. And once you learn how to, to do that by, by talking to your ancestors, by worshiping your ancestors, by lighting candles every now and then, by saging your house and cleaning yourself and doing spiritual baths, you'll start to open up and you'll start to see the difference between the bad and the good. You'll start to see the difference between the inner you and the outer you. And you'll start to better appreciate which one makes you more happy, the outer you or the inner you. The inner you might be the one filled with magic and it's the one that you do closeted. You know, you're a witch in, in training or a witch in the closet. Or you are a gifted human being with supernatural powers, which people may call you to be a witch but you do it out in the open and you're not afraid of the consequences because at the end of the day, it is who you are. Sometimes you have to choose whether you want to be the devil or you want to be God. And you have to make that conscious choice because sometimes no matter how much, how good you are to people and how good you are to their families or whatever, they will, they will sit on you and, and, and they will bust up your dream and make you feel like you don't belong. And even though you are of that family, you they will still make you feel like you don't belong. So what can you do? If you have tried your best to try to manifest great things with people, and if you have tried your best to give yourself the best of everything by attaching goodness to their 
child, whether they be male or female, and they still don't accept you, then that means that they will never accept you. So you need to learn to walk away from things like that. It is very important to let things go that do not matter. Giving people, uh, giving the negativity vibration by constantly thinking about it, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to constantly be talking about what has happened in the past because all it's gonna do is, like I said, it's gonna make you bitter. It's not good when you are talking about things that you know that you could have manifested or worked out and they just have not worked out for you because you yourself have allowed it in here not to work out for you. So you have to make sure that when you're doing something or when you're when you're doing something about this situation, you have to make sure that you are taking full responsibility of what you're doing, that you are taking full responsibility of things that you know that you can manifest, but yet you were too lazy to do it because all you thought about was, I want this to happen and I need it to happen within two days. Doesn't work that way. There's a cause and effect for everything. There's a karmic law for everything. There's a dharma law for everything. And there is God's law and God's will and spirit's will and angel's will. So you have to understand or put into practice to understand better who is in control. So 99% of the time you're in control. That 1% goes to either your spirit, angels, guide, or even God. So you have to know that no matter what, you are in control and you have the power to be in control at all times, but you have to want to be in control. Because if you're in a relationship that doesn't work, why are you there? If you have to go outside your relationship, then why are you there? You know, if you're with someone who supposedly makes you happy, why do you cheat on them? Or why do you go outside the home to be with them? Doesn't make any sense. So then the person obviously doesn't have something that you want, you know, or the person is not giving you the attention that you feel that you deserve. Whatever it may be or however it may be, what I'm going to tell you is that you have the ability to make things change. No one else. You have the ability to make things right with yourself. You have the responsibility in life to admit when you're wrong and not lie because you're afraid to say that you're sorry. You don't have to say sorry to somebody if you don't want to. You don't have to apologize to anybody. It's up to you. You don't have to apologize. But what you have to do is you have to make sure that if you're going to do something, you're going to follow through. We talked about this last week. You have to say what you mean and mean what you say. You got to follow through. If you say you're going to leave, then leave. Don't say you're going to leave and you keep fighting and then you're going to stay and then you're going to leave and you're going to stay and you're going to leave because all you're bringing is chaos into your own home. And that negativity, all that's going to do is it's going to keep winding you up and winding you up and winding you up 
like a jack-in-the-box, boom. And then when when you had enough and you and you explode, you're not gonna realize, you're not gonna know why you're still there. You're gonna just grim and bear it and pretend that it didn't happen and oh, I can work it out. And then what happens until it happens again? And then I can work it out until it happens again. I can work it out. And then what happens? Well, the inevitable. Eventually you'll break up. And then you'll sit there moping and talking to you, to yourself about how you how you went through life and so much time has passed by. Yeah, so much time has passed by with your foolishness because you were not able to walk away. So these are the things that you have to see. These are the things that you need to put into practice. And these are the things that you need to sit down and analyze yourself. You know, if am I doing what I'm doing because I am not happy at home? Because I am frustrated at home? Because I am not catered to at home? Or because when you go home, nobody really pays attention to you, not even your children. So you have to understand and you have to ask yourself, what is the trigger? What is the trigger that makes me feel what I feel. And it's simple. All of us have within within ourselves the ability to create anything. Our thoughts are so powerful that we can create anything we want. It's just of knowing not just what we can create, but knowing the vibration in which it has to be so that it can walk this way, you know? It can walk in a very straight line and you can finish doing what you need to do. So, again, bitterness does exist. Anger exists. Sadness exists. All kinds of stupid crap exists going to, to get high because you think that's going to help you, you know, hitting the bottle because you think that's going to help you, you know, mm -mm. these things are just crutches. None of these things will help you except yourself. Once you accept what you don't want to accept, then you know that you're on the right track. But when you accept something, that you don't want, but you accept it because you feel that it will make someone else feel better, then it's not worth doing it. You know, um, a friend of mine says all the time, learn your fabrics, learn your fabrics. Learn your fabrics doesn't mean to actually learn your fabrics. Learn your fabrics means that Sometimes you have to sit back and you have to analyze people. But then I'm going to tell you a secret. Kathy and you know about this. I'll tell you a little secret. Sometimes you can only analyze people for such a long time until you get tired. And enough is enough. You cannot pull your life and create a lifestyle for yourself and have children and try to keep a family if there's always family drama. You cannot. You either have to let go and walk away or you have to understand that no matter what you do, it doesn't make a difference. 
because no matter what people are still going to talk, they're still going to analyze you. They're still going to make fun of you or they're still going to try to figure you out. Hell, I'm 55 years old and people still try to figure me out. I don't understand why people get in my business. They, they want to know what's wrong with me or they want to know what I'm doing or why I'm doing or this or that or this, that and the third. But you know what? I don't give a flying fig. Never did. Never will. Don't care. You know, um, I know sometimes people say, well, you do care. No, I really don't. It really takes a lot for me to care about something and it's gotta be super important for me to care. There are people, there are certain people that I do care for with all my heart, that they have my heart, but don't get it twisted. Don't think that because they have my heart, I won't say what I have to say. I still put them in their place and still slap the ass because you know, it's just the way that I am. I'm not gonna let anybody abuse me or talk down to me or disrespect me in any way. So guys, all I'm telling you is this, okay? Well, I want you to understand. Let, let's just bring everything to like a, a middle ground. This is what I want you to understand. It doesn't matter how time, how many times, how much time has passed. It doesn't matter if you become angry, if you become sad, if you become emotional, if you realize that you're still holding on to anger. First of all, to me, anger is like uh, mourning. You know, because when, when, when I stop talking to people, it's almost it's like basically I bury them. In my mind, I can actually envision myself going to their funeral and I can envision myself, excuse me very much, oof, excuse me. I can envision myself burying them and I can envision myself going to their wake. So they become invisible. And I've said that too. So technically opinions are like a-holes everyone has one everyone will give you their opinion but i believe that the best advice that you can get is from somebody that you ask for their opinion not someone who's willing who just always wants to give you their opinion no i don't believe that people have the right to give you their opinion unless you ask for it i know that my my um my favorite my favorite uh, way to handle people when they ask me and they start asking too many questions, I just say, not your business, not your business, not your business. Why? Because that's how it's supposed to be. It's not your business. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know what's going on. You don't need to know what happened. You don't need to know who I was at one point. You don't need to know what I'm what I'm doing with myself and you don't have to, to know what I'm doing for the future. You don't need to know, know any of that. You know, and as much as I love you, unless I let you into my life or into my circle, you will never know anything about me, which is the way that it should be. But I don't I, I don't find that I'm doing anything wrong and or I don't find that I'm breaking any rules. What I find is that the rules that I break are my internal, my internal uh, views. You know, anything that I have in my heart that's internal that I feel that I've caused, 
it's a problem to me. Anytime I do something and I feel that I hurt someone, that's a problem for me. Every time, you know, people try to check me on something, I just look at them like they have two heads or three heads. Not saying that their advice was right or wrong. I'm just saying that maybe they could have chosen a better time or a better place to tell me. But unfortunately, we live in a society where people just don't care about other people. I say I don't care about certain things, but do I care about other things? A lot of things I care about. A lot of people I love, a lot of people that I respect, and a lot of people that will always have my respect. But just as easy as it is for me to have a lot of people in my life that I do respect, I have just as many that I don't respect and I don't care to respect. So with this being said, for all you people out there that have suffered at the hands of your in-laws, of your friends, of their friends, of your partner's friends or his exes or whatever, whenever you're dealing with that, the best thing to do is do nothing, walk away. Because you cannot change a person's habit right away. You have to take your time to get to know them as much as you get to know yourself so that everything that you want will manifest and manifest the way you want it and how you want it. So my suggestion to you is to keep yourself grounded so that everything can work. Keep yourself. I'm not going to tell you to Zen because it's not guaranteed that you're not going to screw up. You're human. You're bound to make mistakes. So you do you. And don't worry. Because once you realize within yourself that the bitterness that you have inside has a lot to do with things that you have not been able to let go of, then you will get the strength to let go of it. But you have to believe that the opportunity is coming and it is coming. So you have to believe and you have to be very secure and quiet in what it is that you want and how you want to manifest it. Because anything you want, you can manifest. Anything that you will will manifest. Anything that you desire can be manifested through the power of, I would say the power of love or anything like that because love, love changes everything, but bitterness does not. You have to love. You have to care for people. You have to understand that everybody has issues and everybody has a problem. None of us are without a sin because we all committed them. And a lot of things will shake and they will move for our favor and a lot of them won't. You know, um, you have to know that you're not born to like be liked by everybody. So there's going to be a lot of people that are not going to like you. I mean, I walk into a room of spiritual people and there's a lot of people that will talk yin yang about me and they don't even know me, but they will talk about me. I'm used to that already, so I really don't care. But like I said, you know, you guys have to understand that in order for you to move forward, 
you you sometimes are going to have to close that door that's open for you at that moment. You're going to have to close it and walk away without looking back. So this is food for thought. This is the end of my show. I know that I ended up early. It's only four minutes earlier. We're going to go into commercial, but I am out of here. I will talk to you on next Monday. And this is Coffee with Ori. And again, I will tell you, like I always do, I would appreciate it if anybody will actually call in to the um, the Food Network. Um, the um, What is it? The uh, Lord. I just like lost my train of thought there. The Alchemy Food Network, which is what I belong to, and Dr. D., is there and so is Ron, um, who is the angel whisper or the angelic whispers. Um, so whoever you need to speak to, by all means, feel free and you will see. And thank you, Nadia. I love you guys too. Thank you for tuning in and we'll tune in on next Monday. Anybody, if anybody has a topic that they would like for me to share or talk about, it would really be nice if you can write in and let us know what topic to talk about because there's so many topics that I want to share, but there's a lot of topics that you guys want to share, and I would be glad to share it for you. So just let us know. And namaste, sayonara, aloha, and all that beautiful stuff. Okay? So I will talk to you guys next Monday at the same time. I want you to be blessed. I'm sending you light and love like I always do to all of you and to your families and peace and light to the world so that we can finally be at peace because brothers and sisters, I don't believe that we're going to be at peace anytime soon. And I believe that horrible things are about to come. So just prepare yourself for what's coming. Okay. Keep yourself safe and keep yourself steady and relaxed. A light and love. We will talk next Monday.
blissfulness be upon you and all that surrounds you. You are listening to Food Alchemy Network. I am the CEO of Food Alchemy Network. We have a variety of shows from cooking to aligning to angelic readings to intuitive spiritual growth and development. Also for learning to breathe, learning to meditate. We are here to help you reach reality. The exterior go into the interior of self-alliance and abundance. I want to thank you for staying tuned with Food Alchemy Network. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by calling 480-253-9407. That number again is 480-253-9407. That is the number you can dial. Email is dr.cesilydeangelo at gmail.com. That's Dr. Period Cicely D'Angelo at gmail.com. For any response for our guest or host, leave a message or send us an email. Thank you. Blessings be upon you.